everyone, it's Papa's Basement, and it's I'm John Papa Giorgio, and I'm here with Michael Johnson. And Hi, John. Thank you for having me. Hi, Michael. Thank you for joining and bringing your talents to this podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Good. We also have <laughs> Howard Flood. I remembered your stage name. I didn't... Howard Flood for the uh, Papa's Basement crew. Yeah, yeah, we have Howard, and Howard hasn't been on in a minute because you're... You're like, you know, married with a kid and, I don't know, apparently in Arlington or Alexandria where you live, there's a quarantine going on. There's a germ. Yeah, there seems to be a global pandemic that's making it hard to do yeah. things when you have a, a kid in school. There you so. go. So, <laughs> not in school. we're, we're yeah. going to bullshit for a couple of minutes. Um, I wanted to say, well, you know what, why are we posting a foot and around it? Uh, I found Howard's sister on okcupid last night yeah dude don't that's weird swipe left <laughs> i left it open i did not respond either way i left it open i first oh i screen capped it and i texted howard and i said five dollars or i'm going for it <laughs> five dollars <laughs> you can't man do you take Ven- venmo i guess venmo uh, paypal i'll take it all dude she's like Five years, six years older than us, and she's, uh, she's got two she's kids. She's forty-three. So I don't put that... according to OK Cupid. Okay, uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. So, <laughs> so uh, OK Cupid, you can mess- message a girl if you don't like instantly match with her. Well, I can only tell you that what happens: they feed people to me, literally, and I then <laughs> I I click on like. And then once that you've liked, it says, like, send her a message, too. So I can't just get away with the easy shit on Tinder where you're, like, you know, swipe, 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 swipe. And you play the numbers game or whatever. Like, you have to say, I like. And then on top of that, you have to say, like, Borat, too. I like. And then you send a message based on whatever the fuck's in their profile. You mimic it back to them, you know, bringing the lessons of improv and human interaction to dating so did you uh did you message her i didn't i didn't reject or message i kind of like if you just close the app and then reopen it it'll like boot up to someone new so i didn't want to so you have to wait for her to kind of come back through yeah i didn't want to do anything uh so i i've been thinking about it it's less weird just because like yeah you and i've known each other since i looked this up because we became friends uh around fifth grade and it was right after it was the summer after t2 came out Mm -hmm. right when you use your illusion uh uh, like so we kind of became friends at that time that's like one of the earliest conversations we ever had and i don't know how many times you met my sisters since then because your ass has always been too lazy to come over to my house i met her a couple times i mean i've (laughs) so what makes this hilarious is like dude it's been like 30 years you met her a couple times like four times yeah (laughs) but like you, you should say you should lead with that. Like I'm looking to make it uh, number five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, Howard's sister looks. I mean, there's no other way to put it. This one, the the is this the oldest or the middle one that I? Saw? This is the oldest sister. Yeah, this is the oldest. Okay, your yeah. oldest sister. Like, I sent this photo to Eva and Michael last night. Eva thought that I had just had Michael Photoshop you with long hair because she did not know oh, yeah. you had sisters. And she just went, oh, this is I don't really get it. But John, I would leave this story out of your opening email to her. 
No, no. She needs to know <laughs> that I've cared about Howard a long time, so I'll care about her. Howard, I thought she was cute. I don't know if that makes you feel better or worse, but... Yeah, no, I, I assume Ray, uh, Eva is just bad at cross-racial identification, <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to play the race card on that one. That's okay. how I'm going to deal with that. Thank you, Michael, for yes. yeah. having positive things to say about my family members. And so. you know what? They sent a picture of your other sister, and I, I liked her as well, so... I, uh, that gets weirder. She wasn't. I don't know why that she was wasn't on okay Cupid. I so he's freaking out and really did think that I was just fucking with her and sending a picture of you like with photoshopped hair. And I'm like, no, that's what his sister looks like. And then I dug up. I actually went to your Facebook and dug up your other sister, who I'm not Facebook friends with. And I was like, see, the other sister doesn't look completely like Howard. And she still thought I was just doing a bit for the most part, but that <laughs> that convinced her a little bit, like because that was at a different non Howardy angle. The photo I sent of your middle sister. Okay. And she was like, "Okay," but then the next day, I so this morning I talked to her again, and she she had flip flopped and was like, "No, wait, that wasn't a bit. Like I, I thought you were just fucking with me, like committing to the bit the whole night." But no. Oh, okay. Howard, I, mean, I gotta ask. I mean, do you think your sister and uh, John would get along? No, no. no. <laughs> well, it's kind of weird because, like, watching my sister raise her kids, I'm sort of like, oh, that's kind of Maria like. So I don't know. Is that? I get a, a lot of people say you marry your mother, right? So I, uh, I guess in that respect, yeah, I'm you've like, said multiple John. Times. If you want to hate the rest of your life, like, let's talk. Yeah, no, you've said that she's like really OCD. And has various other like weird mental tendencies, and yeah, I'm I live in the middle of that disorganized thinking right now. So that wouldn't, I'd be completely down. Well, uh, John, if you want to go out with it, go out with her. Uh, we'll pay for it. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm sold. <laughs> uh, the audience has voted, and uh, really, there was just one person to vote for. So I'm convinced. Let's do this. Yeah. See, how often do you? get people from high school when you're because you still live like in our high school district so i'm just wondering how often when you're on the dating apps is it like crap i knew that person in high school i i have not had a ton of that yet but i mean i'm fresh to this stuff i don't know i guess it's just quarantine drove me to it uh, i've i've run into that a couple of times not on this but like bumble or tinder and I don't know if I, I've always, the ones that I've wanted them to reach out to me <laughs> have not, uh, <laughs> the one, but it does happen from time to time. Do you ever just get that visceral? Like I hated you. Oh yeah. Or it's like, Oh, you know, sure. Why not? I, I mean, ask John and maybe you've listened to some other episodes. Like I'm open to a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not looking to get married. Right. No, I, I think it's that, again, that improv background for you. Like, you're just, you're able to yes I and yes, the whole I stuff. yes and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, you're, uh, you're in a cult. Okay. Okay, you're cute. No, I mean, I do need, to, uh, like, some kind of attraction. Um, but I, I don't, um, you know, I don't nix them right away for like what John does. Like, you know, maybe their eyebrows are uneven or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's really racist too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> against white people. They're, 
John, John does like pure Aryan blood, even though he's not Aryan himself. <laughs> when I was a kid, I actually did enjoy like really blonde and blue in my, like the girls I was crushing on. I don't know when that switch flipped. Like maybe late high school or when I get to, when I got to college and suddenly I was like all brunettes. And now like, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't rule out a blonde by any means, but like, it certainly isn't my preference. You were really self-hating in middle and high school. I think that's where that came from. Was that it? Okay, yeah. (laughs) It seemed like it, yeah. I was like a self-loathing Jew. He was in in middle school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, following up on, because I heard the, uh, I guess, I don't know how many episodes back it was, but uh, when you're telling the story about uh, your battle with Alex and Wordmaster. Yeah, yeah. That was like last week. I was thinking back to that time of like, I didn't realize the reason that you and Alex stop being friends with word masters i i had no idea well yeah it was because we i just thought it was because like in seventh grade you started drinking uh robitussin and like you just disappeared from my social life for two years yeah that was a big part of it too i mean i suddenly started rolling with the drug crowd and we weren't in the same little group of classes and i think for the first time ever i was in a class with a lot of damn it michael are you clicking a pen or some shit Oh, that's me. Motherfucker. So we were in classes for the first time where I was around like, I don't know, like 40% of my classmates were girls. And a lot of them, I wanted to fuck all of a sudden. Like, because... <laughs> Is that why you started crushing Robitussin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just, I wasn't fucking them. And just, I needed to... Just social. Hey, can I get you... I needed you, to take uh, the edge off. Yeah. Just a little tussle. 500 chaser. milliliter. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. How long? Like how? How often were you drinking that? Like on weekends or at school? It was like every Friday night. Like okay. every. I'm I'm surprised you're not in the meetings that I attend because a lot of those stories start off that way. I I didn't. I don't know. Like drugs were always a social thing to me. I can count on one hand the amount of times I've gotten fucked up like hardcore alone. Oh, I mean, that's what it was for me, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, so, I wasn't drinking in my car, like, you know, at 14. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that I, I thought one way or the other. I, I figured at some point it blossomed into that for, for oh, most yeah. addicts. Yeah, I just, I never crossed that bridge for whatever reason. I It was like a ritual. Like, I would hang out with my friends. We would do a sleepover, and we would, yeah, take drugs, be it we were... You know, I, I think it's seventh and eighth grade. It was like get drunk slash smoke weed slash do tussin. It wasn't like a weekly thing. It was probably halfway through freshman year of high school where it was just like we didn't fuck around anymore. And it was just like tussin literally every weekend and like just <laughs> tripping my balls. And that lasted up through, I want to say after junior year, like I just started some of my friends got like heavy into weed, which kind of scared me. And some of my other friends got into other shit and I suddenly wasn't, I, I lost my drug crew for whatever reason. And I tripped alone a couple times and had just bad experiences. Cause I was like, I had discovered like new order and Depeche mode that summer and was just listening to this really depressing music. And then I would pop this shit and just have really depressing trips. Shocker. And I was like, I can't do See- it anymore. You got to, I don't know, like, you got to bring this up with people at home, man. Like, I remember, was it high school or, like, first year of college? I thought it was high school where uh, you drank straight grain alcohol, like, Everclear, mm-hmm. right? 
you just like had shots of it and then you ended up having to go get your stomach pumped. Right? No, I needed the banana bag because I couldn't stop vomiting the next day. That was that happened twice. Uh, once the banana I think bag, the banana bag, right? The huge thing of uh, saline and potassium. The IV. Yeah, <laughs> that's just what the lecherous EMT told you. That's where his, that's where his dick and balls. <laughs> I actually, I remember I had a real fucking hot nurse, and it's funny because like <laughs> when I was always, I'm always into why I can't do. You know, like, I'm, like, I'm here with my mom, and I'm a kid, and she's, like, working adult. But, like, you realize now, like, you, there might be some horny, slutty 25-year-old nurse that's like, oh, an 18-year-old is in shape? Yeah, sure, I'll fuck you, kid. You know, like, why? I just always was into why I couldn't do things and not why I could make them happen. And that's how I wound up drinking cough syrup for fucking 152 <laughs> weeks in a row. Did you get? Did you guys just walk into like a CVS and just buy a? Bunch yeah, they each didn't time? give a fuck back then. They knew what was up. We would walk in. We would each buy a box. We would cackle like there was a register that was three people deep. We would each take a slot. It was you know me and two friends. That yeah. was the main crew. And then I, I remember this day, a friend of ours, Chris Capos, was walking around the Greenbrier Shopping Center right after we got done, and he saw the three boxes of Robitussin in the trash. And he was like, oh, Matt, Stefan, and John were here. And he he checked with us <laughs> on Monday because it predates cell phones. And we're like, yeah, that was us. Now, did anyone parlay any of this into making meth? No, no. We, no. We, I had Dexedrine the whole time. Stefan had Dexedrine the whole time. Like, we, if we ever needed speed, it was being prescribed to us, man. Dexedrine. Wow. Oh, yeah. Dexedrine. I've never done cocaine that felt more potent than the Dexedrine I used to take as a kid. Yeah. Maybe I've been sold shitty Coke. I'm not going to say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 80% of the blow I've purchased is from like black dudes that had too big a smile on their face. Like, just ripping off Whitey. Um, but yeah, I've never. I've only done blow that felt like either dirty speed or. You know, weaker speed. Right. It was never, never good shit. But going back to the, because you got me thinking, Howard, when we stopped being friends. Yeah, we just, I was starting to want to be edgy. So I think I was distancing myself from my gifted and talented friends. Because like when you got to seventh grade, you could still do gifted and talented. But it wasn't like you had to test in with the 140 IQ anymore. Like you could just be like, I want to do GT classes. And that was it. And so a bunch of people came in. It's somewhat complicated in that. You have to have, like, a parent who's, like, up the administrator's butt. Was that it? Okay. But, like, if you had yeah. done GT, you, I guess you just grandfathered in. They didn't give a fuck. Right. And, like, all of a sudden, like, I swear to God, we got fucked for life. At least I did. Because we had, like, four girls per class in GT, third through six. One One class with three girls. And, like, I don't recall wanting to bang the majority of them or like you know whatever the little kid equivalent of banging is like where you think like i'd finger no, like even pre-dating finger banging like when when you're like third grade second grade and you're into a girl like i remember in kindergarten being into a 
You mean like lick? Uh, like yeah, lick exactly. Childhood innocence of licking her ass. <laughs> <laughs> like my cat seems to like. Yeah, yeah, that that was second grade. Too. I I just remember like when I was in kindergarten and I dug a girl. I remember fantasizing about like I wanted to catch her when she fell off the jungle gym or something. Like I had this weird that was. I would do that, and then she would like me. Like, that wouldn't have ripped my little baby biceps. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? Who's gone? Who's breaking up? No, not me. Mike is gone, then. Can you hear I me? can hear you fine. Michael croaked. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Can I'm you... here. Can you hear me? I hear you kind of. You sound like a dying Decepticon. What the fuck happened? <laughs> no. Can you there? You're back now. What are you doing? Going on and off Wi-Fi? You walked out to burn one, I just didn't walked... you? No. <laughs> what? All right, come on. You're you're in kindergarten. You're licking someone's ass, and they fell off yeah, the yeah. jungle gym. That's where <laughs> that's where we left off. Told the girl she fell off the jungle gym. I caught her, and she fell in love with me. <laughs> that is like, uh, yeah, you want to marry. Like marry the girl like when you're five or six. Yeah, but... you have no comprehension. It's like you literally want to be able to hug them and walk around like holding hands with them, I guess. And then you don't progress. You're talking about this like you're you're in disbelief. Yeah, I just I, when I think of what I what attraction feels like now, the the sheer innocence of that is is staggering to me. What? Yeah, like, I always underestimate how different we were in the same grade, same class, and how different that perception was for you. Because, like, again, the sister you need to swipe left on, when we were in fifth grade, mm-hmm. she was in high school. So, like, I had more of a reference of, like, what do girls and boys do? Yeah, ex- I had none of that. Like, my, my parents went into, like, full asexual mode when they had me, meaning my mom went into full <laughs> asexual mode. And then my dad was, like, either doing strange on the side or just jerking off a ton in his work van because he probably couldn't even get that done at my house. So, <laughs> what do you think? Even... Which one do you really think it was? If you had to bet, oh, I mean, I know he. I like I really, as I said those things out loud, I'd never considered either before. But I mean, he had porn in his work van, so like I can only assume he would like drive somewhere and take care of it. Or, dude, how much do you think he was wanking it in like his fifties and sixties? Like, I don't think you're really uh, just sitting there beating your meat all the time. That's true. You might have been just, by that point, really depleted testosterone. I I think he was just happy sitting around watching, uh, like, Univision with uh, me and you, where it'd just be like, hey, he loved that. I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like the variety shows on uh, Spanish television. He He would just watch Univision all the time, and then he would go to his the the back bedroom, the master bedroom. And he would read just Western novels. Lewis Lamore. He fucking loved. There's like 300 Lewis Lamore books to this day all over in the garage. And it's like about, you know, like some traveling cowboy or some shit. No it, did he have like a copy of like Don Quixote? That no. he just kind of pulled down? Is is that like a porn? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think. Don, is that, I mean, it's ba- no, John's dad didn't know Spanish. He just like staring at fake Spanish yeah. titties. My dad's the same way with Asian television. I'll see, find him watching. <laughs> My mom's even commented on it. Like what? He'll just watch like <laughs> South, like North Korean propaganda or something. Or uh, he was watching. Well, this was a few years ago. Uh, like uh, 
like an Asian soap opera. Okay. And I was afraid to actually walk in the room. I walked out of the house through a different door. <laughs> I know, it's... We, <laughs> we get a lot of that in this area because we legitimately watched that at my house when I was a kid. My mom is Korean, so it's just like, oh, more Korean soap operas. Mom is crying. I got to go. Very different, but in ways similar to your Oh, uh, yeah. I, well, my, my ex is half Japanese, and her mom's Japanese. And the first time she met my dad, I, I noticed that... A bulge? My, my dad, they, they, <laughs> they, they got along. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Was, I, you could just kind of tell. Did he say, like, I, I love your tiny bound feet? Yeah. <laughs> in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> I I weirdly like when it comes to I guess pop culture depictions thereof I'm not the biggest fan sexually of like actual Asian Asians like I like Asian Americans but like what's big like in terms of Korea like K-pop star females I'm not particularly Really? Yeah, or don't get me wrong, I wouldn't a heartbeat. But <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I dig, like, like look up Marshawn Lynch's wife. Like, that's the kind of Asian I like. Like, fucking yeah, heavily she... pierced, heavily inked. Like, yeah. <laughs> Looks like she's out of an L.A. strip club. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 30 yeah. L.A. Asian is way to go. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to knock you for that. I'm just like, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, my bar is... I mean, it's not low to the ground. It's just, it's just long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wide, wide variety. I heard your bars, and I thought you were going to be talking about your nipple piercings. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, I thought I'd get that when I turned forty. <laughs> you may do. <laughs> always talked about getting them, and you did. I can, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Westfall got them. On <laughs> Westfall. Okay. Come back, come back from Burning Man with his, with like what? I guess what are they called? Barbells in his nipples? Yeah, nipple barbells and a pr- pr- Prince Albert. I'm always like amazed that the women that like to twist my nipples. Uh, was that too much? I mean, like metaphorically, <laughs> or ah, I just uh, the woman I recently dated, uh-huh. and then a couple others that. Um, it's like uh, a woman sucking a, a dildo on a porn. I'm like, like when two women are, go- are going at it yeah. and one starts sucking the strap on, it's like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Not what we came for. And I don't understand why that's the same as uh, well, tw- twisting, tw- twisting my nipple. I mean, like uh, the one woman I'm thinking of most recently, John make radio Miller. sounds? uh, but she's like do you like that and i was like yeah it's working sure she goes i love it and i'm like and i'm like all right if that works for you yeah i i'll i remember one time that a girl did that when i was in my like early 20s and i i thought it was okay like while we were banging she leaned in and started like sucking on him or something i was like okay and then like recently all of my uh yeah i'm full of shit by the way because i banged like a 
Chinese hookers in the past couple of years. So clearly I, I'm fine. <laughs> fine with Asian women from Asia. And like they, because they're all trained in the same way. It's like the same, like you can break it down almost minute by minute. Like it's a choreography. Like, yeah, at some point they all lean in and do like the nipple play with their mouth. And I'm always just like, okay, like, you know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a language barrier here. So I can't really convey ahead of time not to do this, but it's just like a lost 90 seconds out of my hour where I'm just like, okay, do the fucking nipple shit. You should, next time, just go, you should try the nipple on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little dick nipple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, oh, Christ. Anyhow, yeah. So, Howard of getting my nipples sucked is why we stopped hanging for two years. No, I, <laughs> I was just—I don't know. You were so self-hating that I wanted to be edgier. I started getting more into like metal music, and I was trying to leave behind my my fucking nerd identity. And I was around like a, a several girls in my class that I like wanted to fuck. And, like, you know, like, adult fuck not wanting to hold their hand. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking I'm full around with this bitch. Like, you're getting those first inklings of that. You know what I mean? It's like the blues musicians that were, like, kind of tapping around the edge of rock and roll. Like, they weren't Little Richard yet. But they, there was, a, there was an inkling <laughs> of what rock and the, roll was going women, to be. Like, <laughs> the women, the women that you were dating in high school... <laughs> We're not little weren't Richard. Quite, no. weren't, yeah, they weren't quite. And thus Richard. I couldn't achieve erection. <laughs> uh, it must have been bittersweet when he passed away this past uh, week. Yeah, no, I, I told the, the story that I'd forgotten, and my mom reminded me that he sent uh, like a flower bouquet to my grandmother's funeral. And my mom was like, oh, flowers from little Richard. I'm like, excuse me, come again? I thought I thought that was a joke at first when I first started. It's not a joke. It. I was like, no. like I guess music was like very regional up until. How about what's that? I was gonna say, how about that guy's reaction to your Betty White post? Oh, I'll, I'll get to that too. Yeah, the fucking. <laughs> I did not see that. It was pretty funny. No, uh, okay. So first of all, with Little Richard, before MTV, music was very regional, and. People, there were just bands that would perform in certain areas, and they were like the fucking Van Halen of that area. You know what I mean? They were big. And my uncle, uh, Dimitri Callis, was like a huge Maryland, D.C., Virginia musician since like the late 50s, maybe, or something like that, early 60s. So yeah, little... they used to have regional billboard charts because you would have like local radio stations playing local bands as much as national acts. Exactly. Like there was exactly there was some local, there was some national and you could be like, like even up through the time of Seeger, like Seeger was like this king of Detroit for like a decade before he nationally broke. And my uncle was just at that level or close to it in Maryland. So like, I guess Little Richard was a touring act for 20 years and he would come through Maryland and like my uncle would open for him sometimes or they they fucking knew each other professionally. I'm not saying they they were best buddies, but like my uncle fucking knew Little Richard for a while, and I think like my uncle's uh, you know girlfriend at the time saw him right after my grandma passed, and was like, "Hey, you know, uh, Dimitri's mother passed," and Little Richard like called and was like, "Dude, I'm sorry. I went through this myself. I'm so sorry." And then like sent flowers to the funeral and shit. 
And that's just what it meant back then to be like a fucking musician. And then in the 80s, MTV came along and was really the agency for destroying regional acts. And suddenly, if you weren't like the police, you could go fuck your mother. I mean, that's part of it. It's definitely way more uh, the Internet, had a lot more than uh, MTV and killing like local radio. Well, I mean, yeah, Internet completely demolished and dismantled it. But MTV local was... news, local radio, like yeah. we're all effed. We're effed. Yeah. Just Amazon controls everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, 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 you know, this millennium. We've gone from the Jews to Amazon. <laughs> it works. Oh, you Same, Same boogeyman. Tell me about Betty White, though. What, what the hell is that about? Oh, that was just a post I made that completely, I guess, lost, you know, the lost its intent once I sent a screen cap of it to Instagram and Facebook as opposed to a Twitter post. The Twitter post was just like about some singer that I didn't fucking know, Betty Wright. Like, and she died. And so the the joke that I tweeted was like, you know, pretty much like we all know 2020 was gunning for Betty White, but this broad got it instead. And we thank you for that. And <laughs> what was it? What did you say? Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, I... <laughs> Hold on, I'll let me dig it up in a second. I barely tweet. I, 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 I'll get it. Okay. Uh, it's uh, where is it? Okay, I got it. I say much love to the now deceased, and then it at mentions Miss Betty Wright. We all know who twenty twenty was aiming for, and well, you took that bullet. Thank you for being a friend. And then I included a photo of Betty White smiling because you know the whole gag was <laughs> Betty Wright died to keep Betty White alive. But without the click on it, a lot of people just thought I was saying Betty White died for us. And they were like, oh, oh my God, disgusting. Like a lot of people are like, you've gone too far with this one, John. Um, <laughs> so it's OK when you, they realize you made a joke about a celebrity they don't know. I would hope, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's OK. I don't even know that celebrity. Yeah. Betty White, me, me and her are tight. Betty White, fucking some golden girls, man. I love that one. She's the best. She has some, like, there's some Betty White nudes out there. Have you ever seen the Betty White nudes? Uh, no. From what year? I, I like, that's know, always like the first 18 question. months ago? No. Uh, <laughs> the 50s, maybe? I mean, whenever, like, Betty White was a slamming. Like, there's some good <laughs> Betty White nudes, man. I swear to God. Hold on. Let me... Betty White nude. I've looked this up recently. Uh, she is not my favorite golden girl. More of a B. Arthur fan myself. Oh, yeah, they're a fuck ton of Betty White nudes, man. <laughs> Jesus. I guess uh, her and B. Arthur had, had a beef because uh, I think Betty White took the, the first first Emmy for Best Actress on the show. Really? And B. Arthur was like the legit stage actress. And Betty White got famous showing off her tatas. So, I mean, how old were they back then? Like, I, I never got like a confused boner for the Golden Girls, thank God. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I, w- I would say at least 60s. I know that uh, Sophia was the youngest. <laughs> yeah. My the actress playing Sophia was the youngest. Yeah. My dad would always bust that out, too. He was always like, she's the youngest and the prettiest in real life. And I'm, Whoa. Like, and I'm like, why do you know this about the Golden Girls? Like, because my ritual was I'd go to my grandma's every weekend with my mom and we would watch Golden Girls and Empty Nest and whatever shit NBC was trying to build around Golden Girls. And, uh, 
Yeah, but somehow he knew that one factoid, and he fucking loved busting it out, man. <laughs> I love that show growing up, man. Yeah. Who who's the guy that uh, commented on the post? Did you know him? What was the What was the comment? Uh, something like, "No, gone too far this time, John." I mean. Or did you not? I guess not. It? Yeah, if you, you want to go for it, <laughs> I like. I literally just like everything, pretty much. <laughs> like I just keep the peace. I just like. I like. Yeah. Or if John, your show sucks. Like pretty much. Oh yeah, especially if people say. I think that's the way. Oh to yeah, go. If people say horrible things about me. I always do like or love. That's good. Yeah. It's good for the uh, the mental health. I feel like a lot of people take social media hate too seriously when they get famous. Yeah. And you're not even famous, so no, like, if it ever happens, least. I think you won't go crazy. I'm just too old for it. I, I don't think it would shake me in any way, shape, or form if anything happened. I, I'm just too too cooled in the mold at this point. <laughs> Michael, you okay, buddy? You sound quiet. I, w- I, w- I would move into an L.A. strip club. Okay. Myself, but... <laughs> and get some L.A. Asians yeah, with much. nipple barbells. It's weird, like, everything we talked about, this is like the end of signs. It all comes together. Instead of making an alien, it comes to, to design my dream fuck of a woman. An Asian, sorry. Betty, Asian, Betty yeah, White. Asian Betty White. Betty Wright. <laughs> Betty Wright. Uh, well, oh, shit. Betty White. What else we got? Anything? Yes? No? I'm gonna I can't s- remember. We had an outline before we... Uh... We went on air, right? Yeah. No, I was I was gonna bang your sister, and <laughs> I keep getting a pop up ad. I think this is because I googled Ben Shapiro because I just wanted to know who the fuck Ben Shapiro was, and now Facebook is constantly putting in my timeline this ad for Glenn Beck's, <laughs> I guess, new book called "Arguing with Socialists." Oh my gosh. And it's just like this, you know, shitty kind of caricature art of, I think, Bernie wearing like, you know, Cuban fatigues, like Casper fatigues. And he's arguing with Rashida Tlaib, maybe, and then AOC and Elizabeth Warren. And then like Glenn Beck's in front, like looking like fucking a, a distraught Colonel Sanders. Just being like, what do you want from me? With his hands in the air, wearing like an American flag tie. And I've seen two different variants of the ad now. The first one is, like, not with him displayed. And I'm like, why the fuck would anyone elect to be depicted this way? Like, clearly you commissioned this art. It didn't. It's not like something for Papa's Basement where some rando draws me something that took 30 seconds on Fiverr or whatever the fuck. Like, he paid good money for this. And then there's another version of the ad that actually shows him now. And he just looks this way now, apparently. Like, he has, like, this silver you know, Van Dyke looking facial hair or whatever. And he, he just, yeah, he looks like Colonel Sanders. And (laughs) I don't fucking, I mean, Facebook's terrifying. That's all I can say. Google anything for five seconds and you will see ads on it. And then I don't like click yes or no, because if it's shit, I hate like Glenn fucking back. I just want him to get charged for being an impression on my timeline over and over. But now that's the trade I make. Like I have all these weird ads for, you know, tactical gear and Glenn Beck. And I'm like, what, what was I Googling? Why are you sending me ads for just like the up? Why isn't that? A thing? Now it's, so here's a problem. Like, uh, this is something that happened to me too with Twitter mm-hmm. because like 
Hold, I hold looked on, up you're listening to Michael the conservative Tate. commentators on Fox News because, like, who is this person? And now I get ads all the time telling me to look at conservative commentators on yeah. Twitter. And my realization is that conservatives went after the social media companies of, like, you have a bias to the left. And they just keep trying to explain, you don't understand. Older people are the conservatives. They don't use our services, really. Most of the people using this are younger and tend to lean left. So anybody who even just looks up the stuff, they're bombarding us uh, in order to tell, like, the GOP, oh, yeah, no, we're even-handed now, when all they're doing is just pissing off the young people who have absolutely no interest. That makes sense. Michael, you get anything weird on your timelines ever? Uh, no, I'm just getting uh, ads for housing. Oh, <laughs> which is ironic because... Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's pertinent. It's, it's relevant to me right Why, now. Why, Michael? Say it. But, uh, because I, wait, I'm, I'm going on, uh, what, Thursday or Friday, it'll be two weeks. I guess I'm homeless, officially, officially homeless. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm not like, yeah. Uh, at my, I'm not without resources or support, so that's what I, they all say in the beginning, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, uh, I don't know. It, it is something about housing, the the cost of living in this area, and uh, my last two places, both the both were, uh, I was running from private landlords. Mm-hmm. And both of them decided to quote unquote sell the house. Um, and uh, the, well, the first the one, weekend after you had a loud sex party each time, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, and that's on me. Um, <laughs> I'll, 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 but uh, do you like how hip I sound there? Loud right. sex party. Loud. You sounded like my mother. Uh, a fornication bash. Um, so I don't know. I'm uh, a little tired of being kind of suddenly uprooted. I don't want to overpay for a place again. And uh, right now I've been basically sleeping at my office. So uh, it's not ideal, <clears throat> but the circumstances as they are now, you know, making it work. So I just like, what is your, what is your day I mean, I, now? Like, uh, I, you know, I work during the day and then in the evening, I usually go and look for food and fight for my turf. <laughs> so like, like, are you, yeah. you're getting into it with raccoons and shit or whatever it is that uh, looks at me funny. <laughs> it could be an animal an inanimate object, um, you know, I usually go to roadside motels and just kind of listen, you know, to hear what's going on, trying to, you know, just get a feel for the area. I, but uh, I mean, I'm I'm playing as as in like in my uh, communication major that paid off so well. Yeah, um, I uh, I'm taking on the role as the newcomer. So I'm not trying to assert myself right away. I'm I'm easing my way into the the fringe of society. Yeah, so is um in this gig economy like 
do bum wars have an app? Is there like a way to do that? You, you know what? Can like, we hire a bum warrior? You know what? Uh, do gooders in the past few years have actually gotten those outlawed. So, oh. you know, I. Uh, Putting you know, my they, friend they, out of business. They took they took money out of my uh, <laughs> and food out of my kid's mouth. I didn't I didn't want to get into the bum wars per se. Like mm-hmm. as a fighter, I wanted to get more into the promotional aspect. I wanted to possibly do use my performance side to like be the be a hype man. You know, uh, I'd be the guy that. But would, life had uh, other plans. You know these do-gooders that want to you know feel good about themselves and you, you thought you were going to be above the bum warriors but you are among the bum warriors now yeah now i'm just a bu- <laughs> now i'm just a bum warrior well that's actually a pejorative term i think you told me you guys don't like being called bum warriors unless it is an issue to do with someone's bum Yes, yeah. <laughs> that that you're either fighting for it or fighting to protect yeah. it. Yeah. No, you guys refer to each other as addressless gladiators. Right. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna just call you an A G from from now on. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm uh I'm making connections. I think uh I might book a few things that uh like a few a few videos that you guys can find on my soon to be available OnlyFans page. Nice. And many vids and clips for sale. And uh I'm gonna get some stuff up on XTube pretty soon. What is like what, what are the names of do we know any of the talent you'll be working with? Uh I think one I one I call uh red red hair. Okay. And the the other one I call uh shrivel tits. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, you, this is all new talent. Good for you, man. Good for you, XTube. You're gonna you're gonna suck your way out of homelessness. That's novel. <laughs> <laughs> Things are starting to really look up. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, is there any way that listeners, not me, but other listeners, can donate to you in these trying times? Uh, you know, if they have talent to donate. Um, <laughs> it's a starting point. Yeah. Do you mean by talent to donate like a vagina that's okay with having sex in an office after hours? Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be attached to a body. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just a vagina in a jar. I'm trying to get something like from like the, an, from the Ed Gein estate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like an, you got to find your niche. <laughs> You know, you just can't shoot porn and expect to sell, you know, clips. It's got to it's got to have an edge to it. You can do like a lot of pocket pussy unboxings for YouTube. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Just be that probably would make some. Yeah, dough. just be like today. I've got a real treat for you guys. This is a Tracy Lords 86 model gonna see how this one fucks and 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 really i would just have to buy one model and put it in a new box (laughs) (laughs) no one would be the wiser i just like kind of yeah just print out a face of a new porn like a month in you don't give a fuck it's like was that a costume (laughs) no i don't know man i think that consumer protection bureau would uh would have some problems of like that's 
That's the same pocket pussy every time. You keep saying it's a different one, but I, you can't mislead consumers like that. Harold, I would, I would hope Harold. that you... <laughs> what? <laughs> Howard, 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 I'm sorry. I can't get anyone's name right. Um, Howard, I would hope you'd take me on pro bono to defend me in that case. <laughs> That'd be oh, hilarious. Man. Like if the mm-hmm. paint started running on what you claimed was a Jada Fox pocket pussy. <laughs> I, <laughs> do, you ever, oh my God. do you ever? Uh, do you ever see that deposition? Uh, out of, I think it was out of the New York Times. It was actual deposition that they uh, did a dramatic reenactment over uh, the difference between a printer and a Xerox. No. Jeez. Uh, it's uh, it's a pretty good, but I would love to hear the deposition. Or this, the trial transcript of, uh, you know, arguing over whether or not I was, uh, you know, <laughs> selling selling uh, pocket pussies that were actual molds of the porn stars they I purported them to be. So, oh my god, that'd be great! And like, <laughs> I would I would throw the book at you. I mean, the state hires Peter North as a star witness. <laughs> Throw the book at me, the the Adam and Eve uh, sex you don't know toy how collection I'd be catalog. To... <laughs> like, read this. <laughs> For me to buy a pocket pussy that you said was a different style than the one you actually tested, I'd be really mad. Really mad. Yeah, that is true. At some point, yeah. someone's screaming, this is why capitalism doesn't work. It gets real dramatic. <laughs> do communist countries, like, do they just make does everyone just get the all same one po- pocket pussy? Yeah. Everyone gets the same one delivered to them. Yeah. Like the fir- you just, first, you just have to stand year. in line and you don't know who, which celebrity it's, it's going to be. It's all just Bridget <laughs> Nielsen from Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> same pocket pussy for 35 years. <laughs> That's how Putin won. He's like, you don't get a new pocket pussy. You want girls to have that We do that. <laughs> That would be fun. Each, yeah, the ones that Gorbachev handed out actually had a birthmark on the pussy. <laughs> just like <Damn. laughs> I don't know why I'm so stupid. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. We can end with that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. How uh, this is my first show since the pandemic started. So how are you guys for real liking this uh, social distancing and recording? It's horrible. Bit? It's nice. Yeah, to, it's rough. Yeah, it's nice to be in the studio. Yeah, it's the the freedom to just hit you guys up is great. Don't get me wrong, and I love this as a supplemental thing, but to not yeah. be able to like, I don't know, man. It just forces you to stare into the abyss of your life. Like I could pretend I was doing something when. You know, you head over to the studio at 6. You're screwing around with your friends 7 to 7.45. You're recording 8 to 9.30. Screwing around with your friends again afterwards, shooting shit. And then you're back at 10.30. Now that entire time is replaced by, like, only the... I know it's sad because we used to have the chance to go over next door to the... uh, Like, there's just so many food options within, like, like, a tenth of a mile of the studio where... Even when like the studio opens back up, like what we're gonna wear masks? No one has studio is successful. I've been talking about that with Gagliardi, who works at that place. Jesus Christ! If you could assemble an assembly of people 
more, you know, more prone to giving me this shit. I'd like to see you try. Oh, are we, are we seriously not going back to the studio? And I don't think so, man. Jesus. Oh, all right. Yeah. We got to figure out like an in-person recording, uh, option somewhere then. At least you got that recording yeah, my equipment. fucking backyard. No. I guess that's the option. I'll just order like 20 foot SLR <laughs> cable. Send us off to the... Yeah. Each of us grabs a fence post, calls it a day. Well, we're gonna start trying to mess with like some live video so we can see each other, right? Yeah. That's probably I figure help. we can I think really, so, yeah. in the next day or two, I want to try like a Skype solution through Twitch. I just want to do Twitch so people can pay Michael so he doesn't have to live... In an office, having sex for money or whatever he's doing, I don't know. Uh, that hasn't happened I just, yet. I don't want you to lose that innocence, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean no. I, I'm trying to make it happen. Look, just, Michael, you know, it takes a while. I was. Get a bit I saw your drag profile on OKCupid last night, man. It's cool. Okay. Like, don't. <laughs> we'll share. We'll share it. Okay, I'll put out the link. I'll put out your. Put right. out your OKC profile link, and people Thank can you. pay to play. Um, donate what you want. Michael's ass is like a museum. Donate what you think is appropriate, but it is free if you can't afford. It's very yeah. true. I I don't know. All right, man. Uh, Howard, good to have you, buddy. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to get twitch going man i appreciate the uh the invite today and yeah we'll we'll make do in the time of coronavirus and uh hobo thank you yes thank <laughs> you and uh thank you howard uh you got it man good talking to you michael yeah, you too, man. don't 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 address uh, him by his before times name he's he's different now right oh, yeah okay. <laughs> You know, don't after Bruce Wayne's pulled off the mask, you don't you know, call him Bruce anymore, he's Batman, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Batman. 